When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This is the Armchair Cricket Podcast. Hello all. Welcome to another episode of Armchair Cricket Podcast, a podcast focusing on test cricket by armchair critics of the game. I'm your host, Ajit. In today's episode, we are looking at the ongoing Cricket World Cup. And to help me unpack uh, the last three to four games, we have a regular uh, guest on the show, Ramchandra. Hello, Ramchandra. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, hi, Ajit. Nice to be here again. Always happy to have your company and your incisive thoughts. How do you think the World Cup is going on? Let's start there. There have been one or two upsets yeah. potentially, but uh, there have been a a couple of uh, underwhelming performances as well. Maybe we can say it like that. Your thoughts so far? Yeah, I think uh, we haven't uh, you know, witnessed anything of like a nail bite, bite of such as of now, but really happy the way uh, for, for Afghanistan. Uh, it was really a disappointment that, you know, in 2019, they lost all the nine matches, which probably they should have won a, a two or three, I guess. Uh, they, they're not that bad aside. So for them to, you know, upset the world champions England was a great result. And uh, they have a few games coming up at Chennai. So we better watch out. I mean, they can upset you with the spin. And uh, the other, other games went as usual and uh, the usual suspects went. But I think Afghanistan game was a standout game, Ajit. Let's start right there. Let's start looking at yeah. the Afghanistan game. So Afghanistan had a... Uh, not so good start to the tournament. They lost to India. They lost to Bangladesh. But then, yeah. when they came up against uh, what could be considered an England that had come back to its best, because England had dropped Bangladesh, right? So they had won with a huge margin, yeah. right? And you thought this this might be if Afghanistan are not careful, it might become a one sided contest. I mean, if you thought England could open the batting and then pile up yeah. a three hundred and fifty four hundred, then it might become one sided. But it did not. Become like that. Even after the end of first innings, I was not convinced Afghanistan may pull off a win. Right. 
let's see the first innings rahman rahmanullah gurbas was run out unfortunately i thought he was playing exceptionally well he had every intention potentially of taking afghanistan to 300 plus 350 plus but then there was a little bit of a collapse but then what i saw ikram ali killed the uh, keeper kept batting the lefty right but then he was supported very well by rashid khan and mujibur rahman in the tail yeah 284 i think they would have taken it any day uh, but i was like i thought that you know england uh, probably you know played for the dew and they felt that the dew factor is going to come into play so the better chase but unfortunately it backfired and 284 was was a decent score considering delhi i think uh, they would have probably mm-hmm. 340 or 350 is is a match winning or a pass score you can call but 284 was not a big deal and one good partnership uh, probably england could have uh, been home but uh, afghanistan being afghanistan they just their spinners came to the fore as simple as that also the seamers did the job and 284 it, they made it look like 350 to be very honest i think uh, the way they bowled the way they, they tree around themselves you know in, in the field and they, they knew that you know they can get this uh, done and uh, initial wickets they were always in the game and right from ball number when they was always in the game from getting uh, you know johnny basto and joru cheaply they were right on top of the game and a bit of partnership between demilan and uh, harry brook kept them in the game but once that partnership was broken it was just a matter of getting harry brook out and the game was done and that's it and that's what exactly happened and full marks to the way uh, mujib bowled i think probably he was the best bowler uh, providing them mm-hmm. the control i know I, i know rashid khan also got three wickets but it was mujib who did the damage early on and uh, he thoroughly deserves the laurels what he's getting absolutely look for me the hidden gem in that lot was actually mohammad nabi because uh, he got a couple of very very crucial wickets one he got the set david malan out and sam karan who in most circumstances can be a real bother right so england were in a bit of a slump harry brook was playing from one end him and malan set up the partnership and sort of at 2 for 62 in the 13th over you know this is the england that will eventually start accelerating malan takes his time at the top we know it but around the 15th over he would have set himself up with a 45 or a 50 run score and then from then on he'll go I'm Alex Rodriguez and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the deal. Each week you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media and entertainment. And that is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to the deal. Listen to the deal on Spotify. it was all looking like that but then suddenly it was mohammad nabi who first got rid of david malan i thought that was a gimme i thought he beat him in the air and then got him to chip up to covers and that was that was an interesting dismissal for me and then harry brook sort of fought a lone battle he had a bunch of teen support that is 10 from livingston 10 from karan 9 from vox you can also count that as very close and rashid yeah. hit 20 but then by the time rashid and vox got together i thought the game was done i mean there was no coming back for england from there because people like rashid even liam livingston i think they did a wonderful job with the ball right liam livingston 1 for 33 and rashid 3 for 42 this is exceptionally good bowling if anything their faster bowlers went for a few runs but in the end england as you said would have taken that score as well i mean knowing that they made um, 360 in the last game and more importantly they have a very very a uh, good top order bears was not in form but then root was in form the rest of them are in form 
butler has been a bit conspicuous yeah. by his absence right do you think that's hurting england westo and butler very much and uh, they're missing ben stokes also ben stokes played uh, all the games leading up to the world cup and he's missing or probably his his presence could have lent that balance and he is someone who goes after the bowling so a left hander in between probably could have held their cause but uh, you got to you got to speak what you have and talking about this game uh, i felt that they probably felt that 280 is, is the easy score to get on this track uh, the, mm. the body language suggested that but uh, they were in for a surprise uh, afghanistan were just on top of the game actually they did not give an inch and the spinners as i said i think they were on I mean, they had their best day in the world cup and uh, you could see what can they do and i mean i guess that all the team need to be wary of uh, afghanistan if there is a bit of help in the pitch for the spinners they can win against any team uh, it can be even against india because they spin at like they have three top quality spinners of whom two can bat very well so they have that balance and uh, you know you never know ajit with afghanistan uh, two or three game more wins and they could they could be in the contention for the top four so i i would call this side as as a team that can beat any any team on a given day uh, of course the batting the consistency is not there if they sort that out if they have two or three batters who get them runs consistently they have the bowling to defend any sort of total even they have a rahmat shah who's not yeah. functioning they have a sort of a misfire yes. top order but it has to come yeah. together they have a dangerous low order when it comes to the bat Yeah. and yeah if they make 284 and there is some support you would be very very you are absolutely right yes yeah so and i think england need to get their act right together uh, they can't afford to lose uh, one more game uh, probably they need to win two or three on the bounce here to just to be sure that you know they are in the right direction so one more game they'll have the panic they'll they'll hit the panic button one more loss here and england would be in real trouble absolutely i mean out of four if you lose three you are all the yeah. all, already one half of and, the and unfortunately yeah. uh, they would be facing south africa who are probably playing their best cricket the next time is against south africa absolutely they have tough opponents coming up india new zealand south africa yeah their next three matches are very yes. tough so if you are england but look this england has shown some resilience in the test matches earlier in the series in ashes this year they came back yeah. from a 2-0 right so i would say i would write them off so there's something to be had here i'm going to look forward to that because this is only going to make it interesting for us fan right we want uh, a close contest we want uh, the table to be you know uh, like mm-hmm. even stevens uh, till the last week of the league phase and we don't want couple of teams running uh, from the rest and uh, two other teams care trying to catch up and get just marginally ahead of others and get into third and so we don't want that kind of a table we want all the teams in fray at least till the last uh, week at least a week i am sure that couple of teams would taper off but still i think at least if eight teams are in contention in the last week of the league phase that would be a success in that case we'll yeah. go one one step back to the other match which could have been a thriller which was the most hype match so far in the yeah. world cup the india pakistan game yeah. at least for bcci they thought this is the opening of the world cup they even had a air court ceremony <laughs> yeah there was a bit of criticism criticism also for that yeah. fortunately it was not aired i think after the backlash which they you know attracted on social media that was not aired but uh, mm. i i personally don't didn't feel if there was no opening ceremony for this world cup i don't understand what sense does it make to have a, a ceremony of that sort 
for one particular game so there were few people taunting also is there a reserve day specifically for this day should there be a rain so these kind of taunts will happen and you know i mean you are just milking too much uh, you know when india and pakistan face up the fact that they're not playing bilateral these days so the boards consider this as a cash cow and they try and do you know and cash whatever they can and with this dramatics they're taking it to the next level that's what i can say well you have to strike the iron while it's hot right so <laughs> they think the iron <laughs> exactly. is hot yeah. for india pakistan game yeah. why not but all right yeah. all talks off the field <clears throat> aside if you have to come back to what happened on the field yeah. surprised at how pakistan batted at least in the second half of their innings absolutely and they were they were cruising at one stage and uh, that demons of 2017 champions trophy finals were uh, were coming back to be very honest i felt that they're going to get at least 340 350 and india will have a tough chase and uh, it was a masterclass of bumra and uh, kuldeep you know who picked wickets when you don't expect bowlers to pick new wickets in the middle order i mean in the middle overs and the kind of control they provided i think if you watch that match i think the, from india had no business getting those many wickets uh, in, in in between uh, middle overs but they did that they came back and and you know one of those days where uh, rohit sharma had you know touched uh, whatever he touched it turned into gold as simple as that he threw the ball to jadeja jadeja picked two wickets big team wickets pandya picked him wickets on course siraj got wickets so it was like an overall thing you know all the bowlers coming into the four and I mean, 158 for two they were, and to be bowled out for 190 odd was was really disappointing. No one expected that kind of a slide, and it's really disappointing. Even as a cricket fan, mm. you'd probably want a competitive game. But 270, 280, and India chasing it down in 45th over, I'd have taken that kind of a game. But this was this was kind of a one-way traffic, and once Rohit Sharma started hitting those. you know those big shots i mean of course pakistan were on the back foot they were probably never in the game you could see from the body language once they were bowled out for 190 they knew this they are they were at least 800 run short on that kind of a pitch so uh, they tried a bit but as i said i mean rohit sharma on his day hmm. can can murder any bowling attack and he just took the game away from them well he did precisely that so yeah. that wicket of babar azam who was set and batting on 50 he tried a cheeky shot to siraj and was out the ball did not misbehave yes. nothing then yeah. from then on it was yeah. what you said the sheer genius of bumrah sort of working rizwan out with a cutter yeah. and kuldeep yadav yeah. coming to the party there was a bit of bad luck when it come to when it came to iftikhar ahmed probably he was unlucky to be bowled around his legs yeah. off his own wrist but then the rest they worked it yeah. out mohammad nawaz was worked out you saw that yeah. the indian bowlers clearly knew what they were doing but also pakistani batsmen fell into the trap so 191 was not going to be enough what pakistan needed were wickets up front shubman gill sort of started like him and roy sharma they wanted to finish the game off right as quickly as possible yeah but um, yeah. after two wickets down the only thing that kept india so buoyant was roy sharma's batting as you rightly said even at 80 for 2 you were not really worried if it were 36 for 2 you would yeah. be worried in the 10th over right but it was 80 for 2 yeah. you yes. won't be worried so yeah. that's purely because of the class and the the effortless way in which rohit sharma was hitting sixes six more sixes in this game yeah. i happened to witness this entire uh, innings i was very very happy to see i mean the way he hits those front foot pull shots yeah. i mean it's a real joy to watch yes. those sixes absolutely ajit i think probably i never seen a more effortless batter uh, to be very honest uh, uh, i i saw a bit of lara uh, you could you could say even inzimam or someone like that who who made batting look effortless but this guy has a 
many people say that uh, but you know a few batsmen who are a few notches above the rest have a few extra seconds to play that shot pop i i mean looking at the way rohit sharma bats he has lots of seconds more than the other batter he picks the length so quickly you could he's a compulsive hooker you could see that but the way he picks up the length and the the way he hits the sixes he makes it look a walk in the park i mean you can't do that you i mean you have no business doing that against bowlers who bowl 140 plus and i just have to bow down to sheer genius of uh, rohit sharma i mean i don't i don't think you'll find a batsman of that mm. sort in the days to come at least in the next decade or so who makes batting look so easy and it's unfortunate that it took a lot of time for him in test matches i am talking about he should have probably had 7 or 8000 test runs by now considering his class but i think uh, if he gets his world cup probably he he'll really he'll, he'll be very happy with the award yesterday and he deserves this ajit as the ravishash you said uh, he's been a world cup legend uh, seven centuries most than by anyone probably could have been even eight had he not been out in the 80s against australia if i'm not wrong uh, i beg your pardon i think Correct. it was against pakistan Correct. yeah so yeah uh, so i think uh, a couple of more centuries and who knows i mean if he fires in the knockouts mm. i don't think i don't i can't see any reason why india can't this win this world cup fair enough i would yeah. say look at it india are looking good three out of three wins pakistan yeah. one loss out of three still not bad but if you look at yeah. their upcoming yeah. games perspective how do you see these two teams shaping up let's start with india uh, india yeah india probably have done their job i think they have uh, what a game against bangladesh a game against netherlands and uh, i think uh, they should fancy the chances against uh, sri lanka i think out of the next six games three games probably they should win it nine out of 10 times at least so if they can manufacture one win out of against new zealand south africa and england they are through so you technically you need six wins at least to be in top four so india are for all practical purposes are through and also consider where they would be playing uh, the conditions i think the bangalore they have a game dharamshala so all these are good batting pitches so i don't see any reason why india would struggle to make it they should make it and when you consider pakistan i think they have a tricky mm. kind of a itinerary coming up i right. think they have to face afghanistan in chennai and what afghanistan can do on that kind of track which as his spinners mm. uh, they should be worry of uh, you know facing afghanistan but you never know with pakistan they can they can beat any top side on a given day so uh, pakistan are very much in the fray for the top four and i would be really surprised if they don't make it to the top four considering the way uh, england and australia are struggling probably one of them can miss out and pakistan can be through i'm sure that south africa also are going to make it to the top mm. four so new zealand south africa india and pakistan wow uh, mm. can can be there okay this is what i feel i think yeah probably in england would find it tougher going uh, from here all i'm looking at potentially india may have done enough as long as it thinks go to plan to sort of secure a semi yeah. final and so will pakistan by the looks of it as things stand yeah now going one more game back yeah that freak injury to williamson what has he done he got it on the hand while running he says it's really unfortunate i mean what can you say such a nice guy he twisted his uh, ankle in in march while playing for gujarat in the ipl he missed out for 6 months he came and he batted as if he was bad he was having a nets somewhere else and that 6 months layoff did not have any impact on his batting is that kind of a gifted batsman he got a 60 or 70 or a, a very good knock 
and he gets a free i mean he mm-hmm. suffers a freakish injury and probably might be out for a two or three weeks he would probably play only if you know the team needs him in the knockouts so it's really unfortunate how many games he's going to miss and right. six months of layoff if that was not enough here it is you know adding insult to injury and you got to feel for uh, kane williams you got to feel for whole new zealand setup but Uh, they have players who can do the job for them and even without williams and they won a couple of games initially so i don't see any reason why you know it, uh, they should suffer i mean uh, i'm sure that they're going to it's not going to hurt them a big deal they have a captain who can you know fill in for him so uh, yeah but still it's a loss of a, of your best batsman so his experience would have been really handy in uh, you know in the tough conditions but i think you can't you can't help it you know these kind of freakish injuries it's in no one's control so let's hope that at least he comes back uh, a couple of weeks later and uh, leads his team uh, in, in the knockouts hope so and hope new zealand make it there so that you know yeah. williamson can still take part yeah. maybe he does the messy trick still. right towards the end of the world cup who knows exactly yeah all right uh, coming back to the game that finished a couple of uh, minutes ago the sri lanka versus australia yeah. surprised how sri lanka collapsed yeah. i mean they were again looking like a 300 plus total yeah exactly and lucknow has surprise has been relayed so it's not the one which we saw in the ipl where uh, you know into t- t20 130 140 was a was a match winning score and on that surface now we are in a 50 over format it's what 300 is is the given on that surface so uh, i saw the score and in the evening while well resume at my work So 20 overs are all cruising, and they had not lost a wicket for 100 out. So I felt that 300, and they can put pressure on Australia. Australia having lost two initially, so they'll be under tremendous pressure. But uh, sheer, sheer, uh, you know, bowling, great bowling effort from Australia to pull it back. And uh, uh, anyway, full marks to them. Uh, Adam Zampa did the trick for them, and then. the seamers also i think it was pat cummins who broke the partnership and uh, gave them that opening from then on i think it was zampa show mm-hmm. and uh, even mitchel star came to the party and uh, the australia which we used to seeing all these days that team we finally saw that and uh, uh, australia did, did suffer a bit of uh, you know uh, at least setbacks initially but uh, the way i think um, mitchel marsh and um, La- manus labushan batted uh, for that period where they stabilized the innings and mm-hmm. allowed someone like english and uh, maxwell to finish it off uh, just goes to show they have all the bases covered as far as batting is concerned they have batters to do specific roles should there be wickets up front manish abusham is going to g- uh, give you that uh, kind of a stability mm-hmm. and you will not find steven smith missing out on most of the occasion unfortunately it was you know it was not his day he got out for a duck but yeah these two points were really important for uh, australia ajit and they were languishing down at number 10 imagine mm. they were down and uh, languishing down so these two points will take them to uh, number 7 or so so they probably would think about improving their net run rate going forward so they they are up and running i hope that you know they they get other uh, another two or three wins on the trot under the belt and that can get them going and uh, they can be in the race for the top 4 right i mean as you say some things have begun clicking for australia some things are falling into plan um zampa getting the wickets getting the confidence back star getting the wickets right so that was all standard yeah. that was and also comments comments's form for form was really important i think because he was being criticized i heard that there was there was a lot of noise made about comments uh, the odi bowler in the australian press mm. probably to hear uh, answer discreet critics to a certain extent i can say i think uh, two wickets 
two crucial wickets up front. Probably has done his job. His captain spell, I could, if I may call that, Indeed. because getting two set batsmen, two openers out with with you know a sheer genius of his bowling, uh, probably gave them the opportunity. They were hundred and one twenty five for no loss. Mm. So to get bowled out for two and two not nine, effectively what losing ten or a wicket every ten runs from there. Correct. Uh, just goes to show the lack of ex- inexperience, uh, lack of experience on uh, Sri Lanka's part. In the longer run, of course, they're going to struggle. Ajit. They, they, they're good enough side to win a couple of games, but in the longer run, they're going to struggle. They just don't have the quality and the experience to you know uh, play against top sides and uh, maintain that consistency. I am just thinking, right? People like Dhananjaya De Silva, to an extent, even yeah. Junit Vellalage. See, I expect really, a lot yeah. out of Dhananjaya De Silva. People like Charita Salanka, Sadira Samaravikram. Yes. Salanka. At least Mendes has been okay uh, so far in the tournament. This was yeah. his first failure. The openers did their job today. Yeah. So it falls on the middle order to capitalize yeah. and they couldn't. That yeah. was a big problem. Yeah. And if, if you observe their uh, squad, Ajit, it's not that they're, they have two or three rookies up there. Hmm. Each and every player has, has what? At least minimum experience of 50 games. They've been there and there awards. They've been playing cricket for Sri Lanka for more than five or six years. It's not that they have someone who's, who's making his debut or who's not even 10 games old. They have that experience to a certain extent. I'm afraid they probably don't have the quality to sustain at this level. That's what I uh, I think. And I mean, you, you can't have a batsman uh, who has played 60 or 70 games and he's just averages in the late 20s and early 30s. It just goes to show that the lack of quality in there. So I hope that, you know, unless they get a couple of batsmen in the class of Mahela Jawadhan, Sangakara, that kind of a batting order, uh, with, with all, also the inexperience in the bowling, they're going to struggle against top teams. And uh, from pa- past five or six years, they've been a pale shot of the formal, uh, former teams. Correct. I think you have a good point. Look, people like Dhananjay De Silva must step up. He's played, he's, he's the case in point, exactly. 80 ODIs, average 26. You can't bat at 5 and 6 and have that sort of an average unless you are a bowler. Exactly. But he's a batsman who can bowl. So, exactly. in this case, yeah. today was a game where I expected, by the way, Dhananjay De Silva to stand up. He does when the team is in trouble. I expected him to take Sri Lanka yeah. to maybe 260, 270 and then that would have been a good game, I thought. He couldn't do that. And then, look, maybe Dunit Velalage is young enough. He's not that much experienced. Sabit Sadira Samavikrama has an off day because he's been more or less in good form this year. So, if you look at yeah. these two teams going forward, so Australia have got a little bit of their mojo back, but they are going into, they are going to run into a Pakistan who will want uh, to start winning again. Right? Next. So, and then, then they take on Netherlands and then they take on New Zealand. So, they have an on and off, on and off sort of a situation, Australia. Do you see they'll be able to re- regain the momentum uh, in the next f- three, four games? Uh, I, they have the quality to do that. Uh, they have, you know, top players to do that. So I don't see any reason why they can't, uh, you know, uh, win a few more games on the bonds. And uh, they know that they 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 realize their mistakes in the previous games. Mm. I'm hopeful that they win for the tournament's sake. I'm hope uh, I'm just hoping that they win two or three on the trot. I don't want Australia to struggle. Uh, you know, of course, they. You know, it's a top team. In my book, they're one of the favorites. I just hope that they find their mojo back. And it's not an aberration. I hope this win. They continue and they pile on uh, the victories from here. Right. But also, when it comes to Sri Lanka, do you think they'll bounce back? They lost their captain, who was sort of reappointed last yeah. minute before the tournament began. Looks yes. like he's out, much like uh, New Zealand's Kane. Uh, he looks like he's more or less out of the tournament. Williamson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't see him coming back. And uh, 
even if he if he's back i don't know what quality he's going to add to the team because he bowls a bit his batting average is somewhere in mid 20s his strike rate is not great so in that respect i don't understand how he is being made, named the captain so this could be a blessing in disguise probably they would they would feel a better player in that aspect mm. so you never know but i don't see sri lanka making it to be very honest i don't think they have the quality to uh, make to the top 4 right yeah we were worried before the tournament began they may become also runs yeah. if they're not careful it it's coming to fruition we are exactly. really worried it might become an all that yeah. team might become an also run very quickly yeah it has become and mm. uh, yeah 2019 was, was the beginning and you could see that there's not really much of a difference from the 2019 campaign well the world cup in between they have not done really well but they showed a little bit of little bit of class they won the yeah, asia resilience. cup they came to the finals of the next asia month. cup uh, there is something to be had there so it remains to be seen if they are able to make yeah. it uh, at least they may actually upset yeah. one or two teams hold one or two teams back what are team at hope it's not india <laughs> <laughs> indeed so now maybe a quick preview of the tomorrow's game it's uh, netherlands versus uh, south africa any chance at all of a subset uh, or is south africa simply re- way too hot from south africa probably they are playing their best cricket uh what do you think uh, so netherlands <laughs> and as as a you know as a netherlands supporter you would be hoping that you know one game they can pull off against a top side uh are they playing at dharmasala and uh, you know dharmasala does does provide a bit of assistance early on to the fast bowlers so i mean the best chance for netherlands is uh ball first uh get couple of wickets early on you could see if you can you know restrict them to 250 within 250 then netherlands can have a chance but yeah. uh, looking at the five power of uh, south africa batting if they let them go in the 10 overs quinton de kock is de kock is in red hot form yeah. if he gets going and classen and bauma is is not really you know is hasn't really come to the party if he clicks the 350 is is a must is is a is a given on this yeah. in this condition so for netherlands would be hoping that they can you know knock one or two early and stay in the game let's hope that you know for for, for tournament perspective uh, it's a competitive game you don't want a one way kind of a traffic game let's hope that netherlands put up a fight and i'm i'm sure that i'm hopeful that you know netherlands have the quality to you know uh, compete and it's not that they're not a pushovers by any means so if the four or five of the top top players uh, have a good day i don't see any reason why netherlands can't put up a fight absolutely see i have seen different players click at different times right the question is can all of them yeah. click at the same time that's what they'll need to beat south Come africa to the exactly okay. exactly that's how you win uh, odi games don't you uh, your top four or five players having a good day that's what that's all you need you can't have all the 11 players uh, performing on a single day if your top four or five players have a good day uh, more often than not you're going to win and i hope that for the netherlands a uh, perspective i i want someone like rollo pandam to show them the way uh, he has the experience he has the class mm. with both bat and ball uh, if he has a good day another experience guys if they can uh, put the hands up uh, netherlands is a side to play they are a very good side uh, i mean you can't get into world cup uh, just like that i mean they they beat top quality sides in the qualifiers and they are here they deserve to be here and you saw that how they were here they chased on some mammoth total totals to get here so they should be in a couple of games ajit i have the quality to do that for me right i look at it exactly the other way they they did surprise yeah. uh, south africa when they played them at home once so yes. that's that's yeah. their 
I that's I would say that's the best way for them to do it. I'm hoping you know they actually bat first yeah. and they score that 280 290 okay. or 300. They do that yeah. and then yeah they then put South Africa in a bit of trouble with the ball early on and so on. So let's see how it yeah. goes. Yeah. But I'm hoping for the best. That's, I want the uh, Netherlands team to come yeah. back with one or two victories. I don't want them to come home come home with an empty empty yes. this thing. Yeah, so yeah. no one wants that, you know. You want all the top 10 teams to be competitive. You just don't want uh, any team to, you know, uh, to lose all the games. And it's just not a great thing to have a, a world event where uh, having a couple of teams they never turned up. You don't want a teams which never turned up. You just for even from the you know bigger perspective, look at that. It's a World Cup, and you have a two team. You have two teams who never really turned up. That's not a great thing. Mm. And uh, I hope that you know. I, I mean, Afghanistan got the monkey off their backs. Uh, they had there was nine games in the 2019 World Cup. They started off with a victory. How hope the Netherlands also can do that. Absolutely. Well, from your uh, lips to whoever is yeah. hearing up there. Before we let you go, yeah. let's have a quick uh, look at the yeah. SMAT trophy, Sayed Mustafa Ali. So before we yeah. go there, um, is it surprising that actually BCCI is beginning its domestic season even as it's holding a World Cup at home, or is it out of sheer necessity that they don't yeah. have a choice? Yeah, they don't have a chance. Uh, given the sheer uh, volume of the games they need to host, uh, they have no other option but to go for it because they have women's games also clubbed with the BCCI. Uh, they need to organize a women's game also. There's Vinumanka Trophy. Then you have the Ranji Trophy, Vijay Hazare, Irani Trophy coming up. The six months before the IPL, every single day is important. So they plan the itinerary in that regard and they made sure that you know, all these games which are being held Uh, don't really clash with the World Cup venues, and uh, they've been held in different uh, states where the World Cup isn't being held. So yeah, it is a necessity. You can't help it. Just like in Australia, how you have uh, the Big Bash and the home season going on, it's the same thing over here. All right, all right. So if you yeah. look at all the teams, you are the expert for us. Yeah, I know. I probably know yeah. which team you're going to back, but from purely from experience and other perspective, which team would you back? Uh, look, I want Karnataka to win, but uh, you have Mumbai, which is really strong. Tamil Nadu mm-hmm. under Washington Sundar. Mumbai won a fantastic game today. Ajinkya Rahane got 70 odd from 40 games. He's he's firing again, and just like how we did in the IPL, he hasn't uh, changed one bit with his batting. Saurashtra again is a quality side. They won against Punjab today. So you have four of our really top teams, Ajit. Uh, Delhi, uh, unfortunately, are not really the same side. So Mustafa Ali Trophy, it's been about what last five or six years, if you see. It's been mm. Karnataka, Tamil Nadu, and Mumbai who've been ruling the roost. So let's hope that other teams also turn up. At sites like uh, Gujarat, uh, even Himachal Pradesh won a Vijay Hazare Trophy recently. Even they have a a few quality players. So uh, Kerala is one side uh, which is really interested in mm. Sanju Samson leading them. They have a two or three really you know fine batters who can pack up, and someone like Azharuddin, uh, Rohan. Uh, were really good bowlers and Karnataka's Shreyas Gopal turned up for them today and picked up four wickets today. Perfect. Four for seventeen on his debut for Kerala. Good yeah. start. So they have quality players there. Yeah, very good start. And I was happy for him. Four for seventeen and uh, his dad just messaged me, you know, in the evening when mm. this happened, and I was really happy for uh, Shreyas. So he's he's someone who probably deserved much more chances in Karnataka. Unfortunately, that didn't happen. So he made the right move. Uh, hopefully, you know, he can kick on from here. So uh, yeah, let's hope it's a competitive tournament. We just don't want two or three boys bullying other teams. Uh, so a team like Assam with uh, Rian Parag there, mm. they are winning uh, consistently. They are making it to the 
you know final stages the knockouts and uh, the quarter finals mm-hmm. so yeah there are at least seven or eight quality teams which can surprise any any team on a given day and uh, mumbai is being led by uh, rahane this year, season oh the old war horse comes back good to hear yeah, yeah and the way he batted today i think 40 balls 73 runs it's like he was having a net session somewhere else, and probably he is continuing his ipl form here fair enough and they have a very good side ajit they have ashwin jaiswal mm. shivam dubey mm. mm. ajinkya rahane and safras can't play for them and why wouldn't you win <laughs> correct also the bowling is good yeah very very relevant point what you make and as you said they've also had the quality yeah. over the last couple of seasons but yeah we both yeah. know we both will want the same team to win i suppose but our hearts will say that let's see what our uh, brains has to say Yeah, unfortunately, we had a washout today against Tamil Nadu. The marquee competition, <laughs> the marquee game today, which we had, Tamil Nadu versus Karnataka, unfortunately got washed out. Uh, unfortunately, it was not live also. Mm. So that's what I tweeted. You know, they need to put in some some thought. You know, be, uh, before preparing the itinerary, have these big games in that those kind of venues where you can air those games. Mm. For example, today's game versus Karnataka, uh, Tamil Nadu Karnataka game. It was aired in a university ground. Uh, it was played in a university apparently it was supposed to be played on in a university ground where you can't have the equipments to air those games uh, and in the same city you have another venue where all those games played there will be aired why can't you have karnataka tamil nadu big games mm. in in venues where you can you have facility to you know live telecast and this is this is simple things ajit i mean they need to work this out it's a professional cricket body why wouldn't you want fans to watch Uh, two top teams playing against each other karnataka mumbai delhi karnataka these kind of games need to be aired every single time you just can't you know have this rotation policy and put some games somewhere and air some game just because they are playing at that particular venue put some thought have top games uh, in a venue where uh, you can air those games now very very relevant point yeah. that you are making and it's good to hear yeah yeah all right yeah. that's good uh, good overview i think and uh, also i hope yeah. the bars that we are actually listening and they take some some yeah. learnings out of it see with the world cup going on they also have uh, their top tier grounds have been reserved yeah. for the world cup and so on so yes. and those grounds cannot be reused even though let's just say know, i'm giving you an example if hyderabad hosted one game today in the world cup and the next game is 10 days away you will still not yeah. need to share that not, ground yeah. so that means your top tier grounds yeah. are taken this is one of those examples yeah. where probably common sense has actually common sense has actually been used yeah that means your local yes. local tournament might be played in some university grounds other grounds which are still first yeah. class ready so let's look at it the other way yeah i am saying maybe yeah uh, these other grounds get a chance to host this you know in theory big games that means they get a chance to improve themselves beforehand and maybe they attract some local crowd for me that's the important part that's important yeah yeah having in having uh, these first class competitions and list of competitions in mm-hmm. second class series ajit it's uh, a great deal you know when you have even in karnataka you see ranji trophy matches being held in shumaga mysore right uh, uh, in those kind of hubli in those kind of cities you will see jam packed stadiums i mean that's what you know, it's a big deal when someone like kl rahul manish pandey turn up and play in uh, in shumaga mysore people come to watch them so you want you want to i mean as a, as a cricket boy you need to take cricket to Uh, these kind of cities correct and of course i mean bangalore any game mm. uh, will be hostful unfortunately ranji trophy uh, is not really i mean considering the uh, other cities kannada guys doing much better uh, better i think uh, bangalore people still turn up mm. but mm. 
more people turn up in cities like Mysore, Hubli, and these kind of cities. So you could see that. Hope that you know that happens in the uh, days to come. Uh, you know, having uh, Ranji Trophy matches and all the domestic matches in tied to cities. Fair enough. I mean, that might be a way forward as well. The board is actually willing Absolutely, to. Absolutely. Yeah. You know. All your yeah. T20 games will be in tier two cities. All your uh, other sort of games will be in these sort of cities. Your uh, four-day games will be. And maybe they have a yeah. policy. We don't know that. I'm, I'm going to give them the benefit of doubt for once. Yeah. BCCA. All right. Yeah, yeah. True. Those were all the yeah. topics we had in uh, mind for this specific uh, digest episode. So thank you once again, uh, Ramu, for uh, coming on this uh, podcast episode. Thanks a lot, Ajit. And it was nice talking to you again. I mean, you've been very kind. You've been giving some time, pretty late hours. Uh, Indian hours so I must uh, okay. you know thank you especially for that because <laughs> after the match we talk and mostly the match ends very very late in the evening for you yeah yeah anything for cricket Ajit <laughs> say hello for the game perfect yeah. uh, you also told me a couple of yeah. things off air so I know you are uh, even more diehard yeah. fan than me about cricket so great to hear yeah, yeah. you are all the same yeah <laughs> alright thank you very much we wish yeah. all our listeners a good day wherever they may be listening from and do uh, do join us again for the upcoming episodes thank you and bye bye this is the armchair cricket podcast Podcast Network.